Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So Vic, do you think you might have ADHD? Well, listeners keep emailing me telling me that they think I do, so probably. Mind you, listeners also email us saying we talk too much about your mum's feet. So what do they know? Yeah, fair enough. I honestly had no idea about the connection between overdrinking and ADHD until we started this podcast. About 40% of people that have had any sort of drinking issues also apparently have ADHD. Whenever we chat to ex-drinkers, this comes up more than you'd believe. If you have ADHD or suspect you might or just want to learn about this link, then we would encourage you to check out the I Have ADHD podcast. It's the place where adults with ADHD find research-based information, validation and tons of support. This is the best way to feel less alone and hear some of the answers to the questions you've been sitting with for too long. You'll hear detailed descriptions of what it means to have ADHD and enjoy interviews with the foremost experts in the industry so that you don't have to read those ADHD books that are collecting dust on your shelf. Yeah. Listen to the I Have ADHD podcast and learn how ADHD affects every aspect of your life. From the boardroom to the bedroom. In the podcast, you'll also hear about their ADHD coaching programme, which is called Focused. Focused is made up of three pillars, courses, coaching and community. It is designed to help you build your own self-improvement programme and is perfect for the ADHD brain. And you can get $50 off the course just by using the code SOBER, S-O-B-E-R. So if you're tired of feeling stuck and don't know where to start, listen to the I Have ADHD podcast. And we were talking about this crazy holiday we had in Greece where, you know, you had snogging competitions. It was just debaucherous. It was just bars. I remember being sick on some girl's leg one night. One girl woke up in the bucket of a digger, one of my friends. <laughs> of a big sort of yeah, like roadway a, digger. Yeah, on like a building site. She'd gone off and was some How guy. How dangerous and, is that? Yeah, she'd woken up in the bucket of a digger. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's just one story. But the funny story that I wanted to tell you tonight, I won't mention her name because she'd be terribly embarrassed, but we all know who it is. Let's face it. <laughs> oh, you know who you are. Um my friend um, went missing for a bit one night and another friend of mine found her in the morning and she was spread-eagled on the bed in our apartment on her own, like face down like a starfish. And when my other friend approached her, she noticed there was something sticking out of her bottom. <laughs> and as she approached, she plucked it out and it was the guy that she'd been snogging that night as he'd left and she'd passed out. He'd just popped his business card in her arsehole. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was him. He was stuck in no. there. It's actually quite a romantic story because in the end, like we plucked it out and we're like, oh, who is this guy? And we ended up, uh, she ended up going out with him for a bit, actually. And we saw him again that night. We were like, yeah, that's a slick move, mate. I don't know whether he was trying to swipe it like a, like a visa. <laughs> anyway, so what this is leading to is me and my friends are talking about this, these crazy nights out, all these adventures we used to have. You know, those things don't happen sober, do they, they Lucy? I no, mean, they don't. You don't have these adventures. I've had a lot in my past, so I have a lot, a big repertoire of things that have happened. But 
these escapades are really my drinking stories. They're not my sober stories. So what we're talking about today is how do you manage people like us who, who have been there, done that, done those drinking crazy nights, how do we have a normal night out and enjoy ourselves without alcohol? And it's a really good question. I think it's the same same with drinking or any drug. Once you started using it for quite a long time, it takes you to this high and you need that every time you go out. Um, and when you stop drinking, you can't reach that high. So you're just going out on a different level. And especially when everyone else around you is going out drinking and they're reaching that high you feel a little bit left behind and a little bit low yeah you do and so last week in our podcast we spoke about going out with sober people yeah Um, so no alcohol in the picture at all Um, and with people like us who had a problem with drinking and they had got sober and how difficult that can be and how to do it Yeah, so this week we're talking about going out with people that are still drinking. So still hanging out with your old mates, the ones that you've always known, but you're entering a situation as a different person, somebody that doesn't drink and somebody that doesn't end up probably going on the same escapades that you used to. So today we're doing a top 10 guide of your first sober shindig. Yeah, because we want to be able to help you to do it. And we're not saying that you have to go out and do this all the time. You might not fancy doing it anymore, but occasionally there's going to be times when you have to go because it's a special event or or friend's birthday and you really want to go and you don't want to miss out. So how do you go out and enjoy your night without having those mad, crazy stories to tell at the end of it? And those stories, they are really funny. Yeah, Um, We do still laugh at our drunken stories, don't we? I mean, we're still getting mileage out of them even now, but we've got enough to last a lifetime. Yeah, and I don't want to wake up with things sticking out of my bottom anymore no no I've no. <laughs> been there done that yeah. <laughs> okay so what were we going to call this one I think it's guide to your first sober shindig and it is 10 tips on how to make it through your first night out where there are other people drinking um, so Vic and I have both found the process of socializing sober really hard And honestly, being so newly sober, I'm still struggling big time with this one. So I'm looking forward to this episode. Yeah, I know you struggle with it, Lucy, which I think is actually going to be really helpful for our listeners. At first, I found it awkward too, but now I know the tricks of the trade to make sure I have a good night. I think now's a great time for us to discuss them in the hope that I can drag you to a few parties. Maybe. We shall see. We shall see. (laughs) So today we're going to take you through 10 top tips. I keep saying tits. We've just got four top tits here in the studio. (laughs) Really nice ones they are. (laughs) Our top titties (laughs) on how to make sure your first ever sober social isn't a total disaster. We both know how awkward it is to even leave the house in early sobriety, let alone socialise. But newsflash, it is possible to enjoy a night out as a newly sober person. It just takes practice. Which I haven't had. No, which you need, (laughs) desperately. Um, But what you need, because I have done it a few times, is a plan, Stan. In fact, you may need a multitude of plans to guarantee you enjoy this monumental, life-changing, sober social experience. Because if you don't enjoy it, it can stir up all sorts of feelings, things like feeling left out, feeling overwhelmed, and of course, feeling like drinking again. Yes, and we don't want that. 
We hope this guide to your first sober social will soften the blow of your first interactions as a sober person and will allow you to achieve what seems impossible, socialising with your mates with nothing but the real authentic you and a glass of fizzy water. <laughs> fun, fun, fun! <laughs> yeah, that sounds really exciting. <laughs> it can be, Lucy, don't you worry. <laughs> Hopefully, once you've listened to this podcast, you'll feel fully prefer- prepared for a night out with friends. So much so that you'll grab your phone and accept that invite you've been agonising over because you deserve to be, have a happy social life and you will get better the more you try, we promise. What we want you to take away from this podcast today is the strength and confidence to be you in this confronting environment. We want you to hold your head high and say, nope, I don't drink, without feeling self-aware or uncomfortable in any way. Basically, we want you to have fun, do bad robot dancing, giggle with your mates and to... Right, are you ready for this? Yeah, bit? Okay, feel... I'll do, I'll do it. Hold no, oh, wait, go wait, on, wait, wait, because I'm going to... One, two, three. Feel, feel the, the awkward, awkward and, and do, do it, it anyway. anyway. I don't... I really don't feel your <laughs> did, heart was did in Did you like that. my monotone voice? I just don't <laughs> feel... That was... <laughs> I was doing like a robot voice. <laughs> Instead of the robot dancing. Yeah. I don't think it came out as powerful as we awkward, wanted yeah. it to be. Anyway, <laughs> I know at first when I went out sober and I pretended to be drunk, it was really embarrassing, Lucy. I did it all the time. <laughs> it was extremely tiring. I'll tell you what, people don't do that because pretending to be drunk when you're sober is really, really hard. I was just always pretending to be the extrovert. But over time, I've relaxed into it. And I've realised I no longer have to be the life and soul. It does take a few outings before you find your feet. I think Lucy's feet might be stuck at home in a pair of slippers because I've been struggling to get her out. Even though I think it's great that you feel self-assured, Lucy, enough to say no, that is part of this sober journey, is learning how to say no. I think you think you're not ready. So I'm still a little bit worried about you being a hermit forever. I think it might be useful here, Lucy, before we go over the tips, the top titties, to tell the listeners why you feel nervous about socialising since ditching the grog. It's interesting you should ask it like that, Vic, because I don't feel nervous about it, not anymore. So I'm around about 10, just over 10 months sober. Um, But I was nervous um, and it was really difficult at first. And there was that feeling of, oh, my God, what if I just can't hold myself back? And I'm just grabbing someone's glass of red wine and downing it. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's that confronting. You just feel, oh, my God, you'd think you'd go into the situation to go, oh, my God, I can't do this. Give me a beer. Yeah, and you're surrounded by alcohol and people drinking. Yeah. So it's the answer. It's the answer that I've been using for 25 years yeah. to socialise. So you're putting yourself out there in the danger zone, really. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, and so, yeah, I was very scared and I was very nervous um, to socialise um, with other people who were drinking. But it's not nerves anymore. For me, that went. And um, I'd like to explain it because I think it will be a lot um, the same for a lot of people. And I didn't expect this next stage. I thought you just had to get through the part where you're not going to drink, you know, drink someone else's drink and yeah. and uh, end up getting plastered accidentally. Yeah, licking the bar for instance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Beers. We're just breathing the fumes of someone's <laughs> yeah. espresso martini. I'm still a bit like that with cigarettes, though. Someone's smoking. I'm still like, Ooh, yeah, don't mind. Let me have a 
whiff. every now and then. <laughs> I know where you're coming from there. But now, so it's moved on to another stage where, look, I can go out around drink. I know that I've got enough self-control um, and the actual sort of physical addiction and need for the alcohol to be in my system has, has gone. It's more about going out and being able to socialise without being drunk or at least tipsy. Um, it's about having a different personality and nearly all of my life since I was 15, when I went out to a social event, I will have had a drink and I would have avoided the event if I couldn't have a drink. And often it would mean having a drink before I went out. And I think that's, mm. you know, that is sort of a bit of a red flag that your drinking's out of control when you need a drink to get out the door. Hi there. I wanted to tell you about a podcast that I think every single one of you will benefit from. It's called Therapy Works and it's hosted by me, Julia Samuel. I'm a best-selling author and psychotherapist. I invite you into my therapy room where I speak to either a known or unknown guest. Topics range from the difficulties of divorce, a life-changing illness, to the struggles of motherhood. Search Therapy Works now wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So, as you probably know, my comedy memoir, A Thousand Wasted Sundays, is officially out. All my magnificent fuck-uppery in one awkward hit. If you'd like to get your hands on a copy, it's now available from all good bookstores. We always say all good bookstores, don't we? Yeah. Are, there, are there bad bookstores? It's probably ones with moody, moody what? sellers. Oh, yeah, really yeah. depressed librarian folks. Yes, yes, okay, yes, good, yes. Good. So there are probably some, but we're only storing it in the good ones. It's only made it into the goodies. <laughs> You can also get it from all good online retailers. The print version and ebook are out now, and the audio book will be available in March. I've been writing my memoir for five years. It will make you laugh, cry, and cringe, and hopefully inspire a few people to reconsider their relationship with booze. If you love the podcast, then I think you'll love the book, even if I do say so myself. Hamish has read it. What did you think? 
I feel like I know a little bit too much about you now, to be honest, Vic. Look, I really loved it. It was hilarious and surprisingly moving, but I feel like I've seen you naked in a literary sense. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, that's worrying. Yeah. Yeah. From an emotional point of view, seriously, it wobbled my teeny weeny wooden heart, Vic. Okay. <laughs> my teeny little wooden heart. Well, his teeny little, his wooden heart is broken. Anyway, so if you do manage to get your filthy mitts on a copy, please do me a favour and head to goodreads.com and give me a review. Doing that will help me get it out there to those that need a bit of sober support. So there you have it. My story, unwanted warts and all. Come and get awkward with me. Not to be too demanding or anything, but seriously, go and buy it Yeah, now. go and buy it. Go and buy it right now. Yeah, don't just tell your friends. Buy it and then buy your friends one or two. Yeah, yeah, don't give them a copy. Yeah. Buy it, yeah. And you know what? Don't be careful where you store it. If you lose it, you can always buy another yeah, five. Yeah, buy another one. Yeah. <laughs>